0: Disorder, rage, severe depression On top of all that, I'm stressing Took a blind date to my therapy session And then tried to kill her Her first impression was I'm groovy. I gotta be, I need a lumbotomy yes. But when I press play for the leaves out of autonomy Fuck the real world in my fat ass stuck in Cause in my music, hotties a fucking Expression, Hitting out all I wrote Depression, ripping out all your throat And if my hearing was ever to go Mass murder would be inevitable I'm a-
1: Welcome to another episode of Maniacal Music Musings. As always, I am your host, Jeremy, a shameless wild rover of hell. And yes, I know you're proud to have me back because hallelujah, I am the G-O-A-T GOAT podcaster. (laughs) And just watch out for that gold finger of mine. As we go back to prom, and then afterwards, we're going to Marianne's place. (laughs) Woo-hoo! And my (laughs) co-host. My co-host, as always. They call him a bitter bastard, but he has no bitter end. His paradise is full of guitar gangsters and Cadillac blood. He's got that eagle eye. And he just loves and knows how to use it. Chancy motherfucking
0: grife. What's up? You know, I laugh so hard because my mother's name is Marianne. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, you know, we're going back to Mary. Like, fuck it. Mom's got something good already cooked up. I'm sure of it. But by the time we get there, she's going to probably shoot at us first. I'll go in ahead of everybody. That way, if anybody gets shot at, you know, I'll be like, ma, 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 ma where's the bull saw, you, ma? You know, you know what the funniest part is, is
1: I totally didn't get time to write an intro for that even, so I just like free-balled that <laughs> whole thing.
0: It was pretty good. It was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I thought so. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But welcome, listeners. This week, we were supposed to have a guest this past Tuesday, but... They had other they had an issue and they couldn't get on, so it's all good. We won't name any names or mention anybody because in case they want to come on in a future episode we want to save the surprise for then. But so this week we're going back to the beginning, the first three episodes, and we're doing a musers one on one episode once again. Yeah. And start things off this week, we talked before we went live, and me and Chancey thought it'd be better if we started with my album. Just because Chancey did a little special thing that he wants to show everybody later, based on who our guest was. So, uh, well, the album I picked was Terra's "The Brightest Void." Now, Chanty, whether you know it or not, you've heard Tara before technically.
0: I'm sure I've I'm sure I've heard her first thing. I've heard her singing for, with like as a feature somewhere.
1: Nope. She was the lead singer of Nightwish in the second Nightwish album I brought in the show when Joe Lo Castro oh. was on. Oh. She, she is the okay. original she is the original lead singer of Nightwish before she decided she wanted to go pursue her solo career. Interesting. I always loved her as the lead singer because I I mean, I actually got into Nightwish right when she was leaving and the new and the second one was coming on. But I also, Tara's music always was great. I love opera, I love musicals. And Tara's music, Tara's a very operatic singer who made Nightwish's music very theatric, operatic in a way. And so I enjoyed it always. And her solo albums are pretty damn good. Her favorite song, my favorite, my favorite song that she does is a single and it's on ACD, which sucks, but I'll live. But that's why I brought this album because Tara's always been a freaking favorite of mine. And with the guests we were going to have, it kind of matched her music to some degree. At least I thought so. So it's the best. Right. Of, and I had other options I should have brought, but I, it was too late by that point. But what did you think of my CD, Mr. I?
0: i mean i i it was uh interesting i mean they usually are i uh <laughs> i mean i I didn't hate it i can say that i mean I was able to go through it twice to rank everything out and do the whole bit and kit and yeah no i mean it was it was uh It was one of like, like I said, it was one of those like, especially the last song. Like the last time, I was like, "Come on, motherfucker, you're killing me, Smalls." <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know,
1: I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for a, a good collaboration, and I'm a sucker for a good cover. So, right. So the last two songs in that CD were amazing, but, but, hey yeah, well. I'll do my top five of my CD first. And it's funny, because there's only like seven or eight tracks on my whole CD. and I Nine. Really only, nine. Well, I literally only picked the top five. That's funny. Because there's the other four songs are like, eh, they're good, but I just... They're not top five worthy or almost mention worthy. But... My number five was Shameless. Because I do love that song. And it always makes me think of the TV show Shameless. So... I mean, of course. And then number four was Eagle Eye, because I mean, her voice just—her voice is amazing. And in Eagle Eye, she hits some of those high notes, and it's like, oof! Like, I, and she's gorgeous. Like, I don't know if you actually have ever seen a, like a picture of her, but she is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, all, all their all night, which singers are gorgeous. So they they pick the right ones, but. And then number three, I think, is the one you're like, you motherfucker, about. Because number three is Goldfinger.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's because funny. I love me a good James Bond theme song. I always have, and I always will. But when they do covers of them, it's even like when Northern Kings did the "A uh, View uh, to Kill" on their CD. Like I love covers of James Bond songs, and her version of Goldfinger is so like it touches you, like it makes your like soul like shiver kind of.
0: I don't. Know. I mean, you can say that if you'd like, but I just think that it makes you. I just think it makes you quiver, my friend. Not me. Maybe. Maybe now. But
1: my number two was the last song on the CD, and it's a bonus track because the Brightest Void and also had like a twin release album, uh, the Darkest. I
0: saw that. Memory. Yeah, and
1: like it's it's basically like a lot of the same songs, but they she they change up the music a little bit on each one. But the bonus track on this one, which is part of the reason I picked it, is "Paradise What About Us" by Within Temp- by Within Temptation, featuring cool. Tara, which we've had we've we've done Within Temptation on this uh, podcast as well. When yeah, we our, when we had the pop pop star Gigi Rowe on. Yeah, so and it's funny because. I love that music video for that for that because that's my number two is Paradise, because in that music video for that, which I used to watch all the time in my old job, like while I was working, I would just have it on in the background, and the music video is like the two of them singing shit the whole time, like basically walking through like a apocalyptic earth, and then like at the end of the video they kiss, and like the earth starts blooming again and going green again, and I was like, and, I mean, seeing the two hot chicks kiss, of course, is always like, ooh, yeah, baby, yeah, but. I mean, Europeans do what they do, but God, I love it. And so, that, I mean, and plus it's a good song because it's, it's within, it's within temptation plus Terrace melodic sweet voice on top of it all. So I, I can dig it. I can dig it. And then of course, number one, number one is my favorite song on the CD. It's one of my favorite songs she does. And it's no bitter end. Interesting. Yeah, No Bitter End is a damn good song. I always have liked it. And it's always—it's actually the song that drew me to her solo stuff. Because like, I heard, like I just saw online, I was looking up Nightwish stuff one day that she did solo CDs. I was like, all right, I'll go check her out. And No Bitter End came on first when I put like, a place of her on YouTube. And it was like, ooh, I can get with this. I can get with this. Actually, I think it was because there's a video for it. Because I used to have like all these, I used to just play random videos of on youtube like based on what i like all day at work and they just be on the background sometimes it got people saying shit but <laughs> you know you come in and there's a ala Alu video that uh, basically rivals texas chainsaw massacre but nice uh we'll get we'll get to that cd eventually because i want you to hear that song and see the video but <laughs> but um so what were your top five of my cd mr chancy
0: Well, see, that was actually the surprise that we had for the for the audience. Um, Since our guest only had a five song EP, I went through all of our albums and I ranked all of them. So like your song, your, your album has nine songs on it and I did a top nine. So basically everything's got an honorable mention. Everybody gets a J in this motherfucker for this episode.
1: Well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's hear it, then, yeah, bit of bastard.
0: So number nine is Goldfinger because you might like a you might like a good James Bond fucking theme song. Like I don't care one way or the other about James Bond, but I was just like, Goldfinger, get the fuck out of here with that shit. I mean. Not that I dislike it or anything of that nature. It just makes me always think about fucking uh the, the, yeah that fucker. It's like you know it, you just ruined Donald. No, it wasn't Donald Pleasance. That wasn't Goldmember or Goldfinger. Oh. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: kind of
1: I kind of wish he I kind of wish he did a, a Goldmember fucking song. That would have been even, even better, right? Like, uh, number that, that's an awesome, power movie. You think I don't know, I I they were think. all right, nah, dude. The cameos and everything else in that movie is just like it took two movies to build up to that movie, but that movie is fucking amazing. Like,
0: yeah, uh, it was all right, it was good. Uh, number eight was An Empty Dream. I thought it was a pretty good. I thought it was pretty neat.
2: Yeah,
0: um, that song that's why it's on the back end. Uh, House of Wax. Although, number six, though, was Eagle Eye. I put Eagle Eye as my number six. And then No Bitter End was my number five.
1: Yeah, I figured you would love the irony in that song.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it made the list. It was the first one I put on the list. And then uh, number four is Your Heaven and Your Hell.
1: That's a good song.
0: I just didn't think it was top five material. Uh, number three was Shameless. Uh, number two is Witch Hunt, and number yeah, one was like Paradise. See, for me, number one, I like Paradise the most. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Oh, it is. a I I mean, I didn't want to put a cover. I didn't want to put a collaboration as my as my number one song. Otherwise, one of those two would have been my number one song.
0: I got no uh, shame in my game. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You are shameless. I am. I am a shameless bastard.
1: Yeah, we got. Oh, I'm about to add that to the ODB part of my bastard name, but the shameless ODB bastard. Okay, I can do that.
0: <laughs> well, uh, technically, you should just call yourself the Shameless ODB because then you'd be like referring to yourself as a bastard bastard, because the B stands for bastard.
2: Oh, I that's know.
0: that's like. That's like saying I have to go to the ATM machine. That shit fucking makes me want to hurt. That just makes me want to cut my face off with a piece of broken glass. Now, see, I <laughs> might have to just do it now just to piss you off every week. I mean, you can do that. That's fine. Like, if I know it's if I know it's coming or if it's a thing, like, I can just, just side swipe it. But, like, if I'm in public and we're, like, out and people are, f- like, piddle fucking around doing the thing, oh, dude, I got to go to the ATM machine, like, no, I mean I
1: always say ATM when I say that shit. That's just that's stupid. I was like, you fucking. You... I mean, oh, but I... That, with my thing, it actually has mean, though because it means I'm double the bastard.
0: I suppose, but like you know, if you put shameless in that motherfucker beforehand, that kind of that's already kind of doubling down your bastardry.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, maybe, but perhapsably. Perhaps
1: well, I mean, perhaps like, Well, that was my CD, which I, I actually was kind of curious about what she would think about it. But I'm glad you enjoyed it at least a little bit. I was kind of wondering if you were going to be like, "Oh, that's that's the lead singer from that I recognize from Nightwish."
0: Nah, I, I mean, I know I I knew I had heard the voice before, but like I wasn't gonna be like, oh, that's that lady from Nightwish. Yeah, no, I was, I was like, this is cool, I like this, but like it was a familiarity to it that I just really couldn't. Or
1: oh, oh, I figured you might
0: Google her. Nah, I don't. I didn't, I wasn't. Put, I was listening. I was. I was putting my attention to listening. I put my. I, I dude. I. I, I fucking. I have a whole fucking notebook of notes on shit and shit. <laughs> I do it I do it every goddamn show and it fucking it's interesting sometimes. But uh since I see my my shit running along the ticker fucking yes, breaking breaking news fucking <laughs> uh Look for the banner. Hey I'm not I, I'm not talking shit, I'm just saying like That ticker, I would, if I was in charge of the ticker, I would fucking, dude, I would be, dude, all my roasts would go through the ticker.
1: I I, 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 I used to do that in Bracket Bastards all the time. Oh, it'd be great. Dude, every Bracket Bastards episode where I was the one running the stream yard, there would be a fucking uh, thing about Q at the end of the fucking uh, ticker.
0: (laughs) I, uh, my album was, I, 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 it was one of those things because of the whole trying to figure something out that was gonna kind of match up with just like what it was that our guest was going to bring. It was just like I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. So I just, you know, I, I finally, you know, after scrolling and scrolling, I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna let the shuffle decide if he's gonna get real fucking weird or. You know, and uh, Volbeat's "Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood" came up, which is the name of the album. man. there's a song on there, but the song came on as well.
2: Well, the lot of love has never been a mess, so yes, so hallelujah, girl. Walking through the fire like a soldier, kicking the door, kicking the devil's door. That's the way it will is.
0: Die alone, you never will. So I took that as like a double sign. I was like, yeah, okay. Sold to the man with gray in his hair. Um, (laughs) I actually, I actually learned, I I learned about Volbeat before they made it stateside and got like huge. Uh, I heard them on my satellite radio, like the, you know, how you can get like satellite dish on your TV and then have some music station station, you know, musical channels and whatnot. And that was where I first heard them. And, uh, I introduced them to my to my ex through my number six, which once I'm done with oh actually you gotta give a review. Um, she went on a deep dive and then like showed me the rest of their discography and that's how I ended up falling in love with the band. Like I just love that band. It's a great fucking band. but uh, let's hear your review on this.
1: Well, see, it's funny, because you told me earlier this week to be gentle on you about Volbeat. You're like, be gentle on me. I'm like, it's my first time. But, I mean, Volbeat, I've heard of them. I've heard the name. I never heard their music, though. I just knew the name, because I've seen it on, like, concert shit online and stuff. But, right. They are actually not bad. I mean, they remind me of Metallica meets Godsmack meets Dropkick Murphys, all put in one. Like, it's honestly what they remind me of. Like, and what you'll see some more of that detail in my top five, but I actually, I, like, I actually thought it was great. Like, and nice. I, the whole CD, I was actually... And it's funny, because when I first started playing, somehow I end up on, like, going on a uh, shuffle. So, like, at the oh, you know, yeah? like, beginning, it just jumped around. And I didn't oh, that's like,
0: crazy. Geez,
1: I, I realized it like, three songs in, I was like, well, now I got to start this fucking CD over again. Great. And, like, of course... <laughs> And of course, the three CDs I was fucking, the three songs I heard first, I'm like, we're well not like that great a song first time I heard them. And then as, oh, I them, yeah. as, soon, as, as soon as I hit, took it off shuffle, I hit the play. The first song that plays was actually pretty fucking good. So I was like, yeah. right, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. I got, a 40, I got a 20 minute drive up the road and I got to sit in this parking lot for a half hour and wait for someone to meet them. So let's do it. <laughs> so it was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it.
0: But good. I'm glad so, you did.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed all three CDs this week originally, but these two I definitely enjoyed.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So I didn't... Five, I, I, sir.
0: Well, like I said, I went through and did everybody's whole-ass album, so I got this whole-ass motherfucker wrote out. Um, number 13 for me because, you know, for, you know, If you you already ought to know, if you don't know already, then shame on you and everybody else will get it later. Uh, Number 13 was Back to Prom. Uh, Number 12 was Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood. That's a great song. I always enjoyed just how, for me, what I liked about them was their ability to have like a country sound without like the overbearing twang. Like um, when they covered "I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry," it's not it. It doesn't sound doesn't sound like it's like as you would put it from Sister Fister country.
1: Well, I mean, Chancy, you know as well as I do, nothing brings siblings together like Alabama football season.
0: Jesus Christ! Uh, Number uh, number eleven. Just Christ. Number eleven for me was "Find That Soul." I always thought that was kind of an interesting song, especially because like a lot of their songs, you have to like actually listen to what's going on and like to understand the story. Um, Number ten is "The Wild Rover of Hell," (laughs) and I I like that one. That I like the chorus; it's really catchy because it completely does a whole tempo change and then. It goes back into... because It starts off... Just just fucking triple picking like a motherfucker. Number nine is Making Believe. That's a good one. I like that one.
1: That was a good one. It didn't make my list, but it actually was a good one. I See, the problem is, I was driving and these songs flew by so fast like that like I wouldn't realize it changed from one to the other sometimes. And I'd be like... So I'd be like, "Shit, what was that one? Last one like again?" I could not remember, because like they all sound somewhat similar and like the beat and everything. But in the, in the- yeah,
0: they they did kind of like that. They they did kind they do kind of flow together in a way like that. I think they did it on purpose. Uh number eight is uh, "Light Away." Uh seven is uh, "Still Counting," which, if I'm not mistaken, I think number seven is actually the uh the number that it is on the actual album. I could be mistaken, but I think it is. And I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Number six is Hallelujah Goat. That's actually the first song of theirs that I had heard was that specific song because I was trying to teach myself how to play my guitar. And I'm like, I'm just minding my own business listening to this shit in the background. And all of a sudden he gets to that part and he's like, he goes, Hallelujah Goat. I'm like, did that motherfucker just say Hallelujah Goat? Goes back around and he does it again. I was like, God damn it, he did. And uh, number five. So in my official top five, it goes Marianne's Place because I love the harmonics for the chorus. Yeah, And the the lyrics are are good too. Uh, Number four was I'm So Lone So I Could Cry. I love that. I love the way they did that cover.
1: I don't think that that was a cover.
0: Yeah, it's uh Hank Williams senior used to see. he originally uh
1: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, no he,
0: he 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 ran, he originally sang it. Yeah. But they oh. definitely they they changed the tempo, they added a part to it, like they they made it part of their own and that's part of what caught my attention with it.
1: I mean, that yeah, that, that didn't make my list either, but it was a damn good song. Like, see, there's so many good songs on this CD, though. That I, I didn't want to pull a Jeremy in just, like, every song, though.
0: I was going to do it just because, I mean, I figured, fuck it. Now it's the perfect opportunity. Everybody gets a J. Everybody gets a J. You get a J. You get a J. Non-existent guest, You get a J. <laughs> I mean, as long as I, as, long, as long as I get a good BJ with that J, I'm good. Jesus Christ. I don't know. We'll send somebody down. <laughs> <laughs> uh number three for me is uh Broken Man in the Dawn. Yeah, I fucking good. love that song. That that's a that's a good one. Uh number two is Maybelline Ihof de which mm-hmm. I fucking will always sing like Anytime it's ever played, if it's played at a bar, like if we ever meet up somewhere and you're in a quiet bar and you put that motherfucker on, you can guarantee my dumbass will sing it sober or smashed. And naturally, my uh, number one on there is the intro. I'm joking.
2: I'm
0: joking. Well, I'm not joking. Partially joking um no number one for me is we um Ooh. that was okay. uh that was mine and my um that was the, that that song has a lot of meaning to me basically because of the chorus the chorus is fucking brilliantly beautiful it's we're broken and damned but together we'll find a way no longer shall hide away we shall seek out the light in the day because forever our love. And he fucking, he, what he does is he's kind of saying in broken English. He sings, because forever our love will be, Like, he's trying to say be, but he says yeah. bay. And it fucking, it's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I can't believe I fucking got you with that intro shit. Like, you should have known inherently, but I, I got I, your I,
1: ass. I'm, I'm pretty sure I thought about it when I was driving. I'm like, as soon as the intro came out, I was like, number one? Okay, but
0: yeah, and then and it goes with, right into yeah. Then it goes right into Guitar Gangsters, and you don't know if it's the intro or not. Oh, well, you got to number. It's been four
1: days since I since we we're supposed to do this, so it's been four days since I heard the actual CD. Valid. So, and with everything that's been going on, me health wise this today, and everything well, else going yeah, on There's line, that and too. With, and with how crazy work has been this week, like that just slipped my mind 100 percent by Wednesday morning, but.
0: Which is it's perfectly I, okay with me, because I always love the look on your face when I do it. It makes my whole ass day. You're just like... Like, you just, likes- just like... just like.
1: Chancey likes my intro old face, that's all it is. Not as good as my old face, but it's an intro old face that's just somewhat special. Well, I actually had my top five plus two honorable mentions for this CD. Nice! And... Number seven, funny enough, because it's funny because our lists start out the same kind of. Number seven is Back to Prom. Oh, yeah, nice. Cause I did enjoy that song, even though I never went to a prom in my life. I did enjoy it. I spent my proms getting drunk with my parents, but yeah. It's It, it was more fun to me than trying to see yeah, a whole lot of freaking prom. <laughs> right. And my number six was Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood. Because it is a good song, but it's just not top five worthy. 100% not top five worthy. Yeah. My number five song, though, was We. Which I actually had to look it up a minute ago to make sure that was the full name of the song. I didn't miss some words or something while I was driving. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because I totally meant to go
1: over these. I totally Tuesday night when I got home. I totally meant to go over these lists again. And I just didn't have time. So, so Yeah,
0: that's cool, man.
1: But number three was, funny enough, based on the intro, but Marianne's Place.
0: Yeah. That's a great <laughs> song.
1: That, it is a great song, and I like like the little bit of Irish in it. like that, yeah, like... And that's one of the songs that reminds me of Kick Murphy's, kind of.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: But number two was Wild Rover of Hell, which... The title itself uh, reminds me of Drunkick Murphys because the, the only way I know the phrase "Wild Rover" is from them. But but uh, and but that that guitar in the beginning, that intro
0: dun, was dun, very dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I got. I'm with you, dude. It was very
1: Metallica sounding.
0: I know that's why I like that shit. That shit gets like, your attention. So,
1: it <inaudible> remind <inaudible> me, <of, inaudible> <inaudible> <inaudible> me of. It remind me of. Actually, remind me of one of the songs off of. Um, uh, Death Electric or whatever the hell it's called that that Metallica put out like back in uh 2010,
0: 11. Death. Uh, wait, that wasn't no, that wasn't 10, 11. It was more recent uh, than that. You think it? Death Magnetic.
1: Eight, no. yeah, Death Magnetic. It was eight. It was 2008,
0: 2009. God oh, was it, it really? Magnetic. Jesus Christ, that's awful. Yeah, I thought you were uh, talking. Oh God, I'm so old.
1: That CD came out in college. Yeah, when I was in college, when I was in my second college, that CD <clears> came out.
0: <throat> I thought that it was later that that came out because I thought because I thought you I thought he I I was certain you got Saint Anger mixed up with uh, Death Magnetic.
1: Saint Anger came out in like 2001 or two.
0: Doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) And I'm not even that big a fan of Saint Anger, so but I know that. But my number one, of course, was the first song I heard, even though it was on random, and that was "Hollow You Go."
0: <laughs> nice that's fucking awesome that our first time here in this band is fucking hallelujah go which was an amazing song because like
1: i saw the name of the song before i heard it and i was like hallelujah goat like what the fuck is this about and then like what every time he would say it, like hallelujah go like i was like hallelujah Goat," you're like wait what fuck yeah oh, you my- are I'm like I can rock with a Goat. So,
2: I like the
0: guitar. If you listen hard on there, if you go back and listen to that, then when it's going through, it's got this weird little like dun 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 dun. Like you're like, wait a minute, that's a little dance down the fretboard.
1: It was a damn good CD though. I enjoyed the CD overall, and I was surprised because my first heard of beat, like I. When I first heard like the like Volbeat, I thought they were a rap group when I heard the name of the CD. Oh yeah, <laughs> was, I can see why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the name of the song is like. I mean, the name of the freaking CD is just like that. Sounds like a rap group. That sounds like that sounds like something like ICP would put out a CD named after.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I'm a. It was all good, and I enjoyed it greatly. But.
0: I'll bring them back. I'll bring another one of their CDs on for another one of our shows then. Because they got a lot of good stuff. Like, even before they came over and got popular. I mean,
1: I will say that they were they were good. Yeah, they're definitely good. Better than some of the other bands that you may listen to. <laughs> not, not, they're not exactly a uh, dog fashion disco that I might go listen to over and over again. But I could see that. I could see that but they were good, and we, of course, on this show would like to pay tribute to someone who died today. I wasn't really a fan of him, but R.I.P. Aaron Carter.
0: Yeah, I just heard about that Like just before I walked in to do this. I was like, wait, what? Oh, shit. I think I liked one
1: song you did. It was like the first song you ever did. And I was like, oh, another little blonde cute boy for all the girls to like and want their guys to like Fucked my life over more but okay.
0: <laughs> no, I was just like, wow. That's uh that's fucking crazy, man. I mean, yeah, he, he and it's funny cuz he was the same age as me.
1: He was no, 34. No. As well, he was 34 as well. Which after
0: my how my day was, I was like ooh
2: Ooh,
1: <laughs> that's not good.
0: <laughs> that mortality bug will bite you right in the boo boo. Yeah, I'll say, but, but,
1: uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's how I know. Oh yeah, that's how I remember him. Is fucking uh, that's how it is, uh, that's how I beat Jack.
0: What's that? Oh, is that he, what that he,
1: was? He did a song called I. Called this, is how that's how I beat Shaq. He did I Want Candy, and I've never seen both those on Nickelodeon all the time. But, but this is how I beat Shaq, it's just a ripoff of like uh, of the great DJ Judge Jeff and Fresh Prince. Is I think I could beat Mike Tyson.
0: Oh, right, okay. I, 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 I vaguely remember it, but I really didn't pay much attention to it. Oh, at the time. Hey,
1: maybe if we can get the great Harvandre back on here one time, we'll definitely bring a Will Smith album in and just. He'll have to deal with it.
0: Well, of course he will, because one I mean, I'll have to deal with it too, but I mean, you know, at you least try and make it like make it earlier. Make it earlier. Obviously. Don't, don't, obviously. Don't don't make me listen to Miami or whatever the fucking no, Ronald
1: It ain't gonna be no fucking Millennium. Aye, aye, aye. But well, that's a wrap of our show for tonight. It was a short one, folks. A mini show for you, but you know what? It fills that, it's got to fill that little bit of a hole between the next episode. So,
0: I swear to God, this
1: never happens.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Chansey's had, Chansey's had uh 350 with the quarter's bounce on the floor when he said that, but yeah, well, you know, and I will say, I was in the pool, I was in the pool, but. <laughs> You know where you could find us. You could find us on Facebook as Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with the S Facebook group. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram as, as JuggleBastard. And you can find us on TikTok as Bastard Podcast. I actually just uploaded another episode tonight. And you could find us on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings. And be sure to check out my other show, Paranormal New Normal, at the same time. Yeah, Where can they find you?
0: Uh, The Book of Faces. Uh, They can find me on the Twitter under Red Eye Table. Which I don't understand why they have to make you limit your name. It was bullshit. I could have fucking... Just fucking whatever Twitter. And then I got Instagram and I got fucking... uh, TikTok under the Red Eye Roundtable. Uh, You can also find me on another broad, uh, another podcast, I should say, called Bracket Bastards. And coming soon to an earball near you, hopefully, as soon as tax season rolls around, or sooner, preferably, I can get all my bullshit wrapped up, bought up, and fucking set up. Have a little thing on my own. Do a little fucking shindiggery yeah, yeah. Well, that's
1: to do for for us this week, folks. We will be back next week, same musing, same musing time and place. So come in to check us out, maniacal as always. See you next week, everybody.